Tribe Talk. Tribe Talk is a podcast created to elevate your life through real talk, true stories, and great debates, with some fun sprinkled in. We dive into all things lifestyle, health, and wellness to expand your knowledge and guide you towards living your happiest, healthiest life. I am Sam. And I am Emily. And we are your hosts. Hey, Tribe. It is Emily here today, and I have been joined by the wonderful Reese Evans. She is a master life and success coach, speaker, and founder of the coaching and empowerment platform, Yes Supply. She focuses on helping you find your purpose in life, tap into your inner power to fulfill your potential, create your absolute yes in life, and get paid to be you. She does this through teaching how to harness and tap into the power of your mind and energy, teaching mind mechanics, NLP, EFT, hypnotherapy, life and success coaching, energy work, and deep mindset work. So hello, Ruth. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's my absolute pleasure. Um, So yeah, just to get into it really, um, tell us a little bit about you and how Yes Supply came to be. Yeah, it's a funny story how Yes Supply came to be because, you know, when I first got into this industry, I didn't even know what coaching was. Um, So when I came with the idea for Yes Supply, I was working in a job that I really didn't like. Often I would be like crying on my way to work and I felt all this time, like I wasn't, I wasn't really doing anything. I wasn't fulfilling my purpose. I was doing the same repetitive, repetitive tasks every day. And I felt like my creativity was just draining out of me, but I didn't know like where to go. I had been job hunting, nothing seemed to be working, which now in hindsight, I realized it was a blessing. Um, because what it did was it gave me this aha moment where I realized that if nobody else was going to give me an opportunity, I had to create it for myself. So one day when I was just feeling inspired to essentially ask myself the question, like, what would I ask for if I knew the answer was going to be yes? If I could have my life look any way that I wanted it, how would it look? And I grabbed my journal out and I started to write out, like, what would I want to create? And I wanted to create a platform that empower people and I wanted to share a positive message. So I wanted to show people that no matter where they have been in their life, that doesn't stop them and not to let their past really dictate their future. And so essentially I just started journaling and journaling, journaling, and I came up with the early ideas for Yes Supply. I had no idea how I was going to create it. I didn't know anything really about the online world. Um, but I just had this like fuel inside of me to do it. And then just starting to take little steps every day. I first off had to get over my fear of putting myself out there. I used to be really shy, really insecure, a lot of negative self-talk. And just like, I remember the first time I told my friend about what I was thinking about doing, I was so nervous and I just kind of got started. I started off with a blog spot blog, started interviewing people who had created their yes in life then that grew my confidence a little bit. And I started sharing my own articles on mindset and thinking positively and having self-belief. And then once I started to see the positive impact that I was making, I looked into how I could actually monetize my own passion and created a membership site, which turned into me starting to coach people on how I had grown my online community. And now I recognize that no matter where you are, um, and you could have all the tools and all the tactics if you don't have your mindset in the right place. So keep self-sabotaging and stay stuck. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I teach in the S-Supply method. 
method because it really is all about the mindset. It really is all about, you know, having the attitude that you'll eventually figure it out. So what inspired you to become a coach? Because if you came from quite a shy place um, where you were quite withdrawn, what was it that, that made you think, you know, I need to go after what scares me a little bit here? And Yeah. And yeah, that's so funny. So it really, like, I'm a huge believer in manifesting. We were just talking about that right before the call started. And I really believe that when you take that first step, the path will appear. So I actually didn't head into this knowing I was going to be coaching. I head into this knowing that I just wanted to make a positive impact. And when I got, I knew that when I got to the end of my life, I wanted to be able to look back and know that I did something that I felt really proud of and felt like I left something, you know, positive in this world. So it really started with that urge. And so it was funny because I was interviewing people and building my blog and sharing content and through doing a little thing every day, it made me more and more and more confident, right? To the point that I actually was doing live streams and um, created a digital product, which was a membership site and started to recognize like, oh my God, like you can actually make money online. Like I didn't know this was possible. And so at one point, once I had gotten that ball rolling, somebody reached out to interview me. And the girl who interviewed me, I I guess I got an email or something like that. So I started checking out her website and she had this Facebook group and I was like, what is a, like, I'd never seen a Facebook group. I had no idea what it was. And when I got into this Facebook group, there was all these coaches and they were all saying how they were helping people and able to, you know, help people with their mindset and earn an income. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I think that this is the thing that I've been looking for. Like, this is what I want to do. And so it was then that I decided to invest in myself and learn more about how to become a coach and learn how to, um, create an online like real presence and and boost my income because at that time I had the membership site but it wasn't like completely full-time income yet and um kind of just went from there I just kept taking steps and moving forward and getting outside of my comfort zone and created a program based on what a lot of people were asking me about and just kind of took it from there so um in terms of the the coaching I, I assume you were still working at was it like a normal kind of office job that you yeah. were at before yeah so it's funny so when I came up with the idea for yes supply I actually was working in retail and so that was where I was where I just you know wasn't happy didn't feel fulfilled doing the same repetitive repetitive tasks but it's funny um how I feel like manifesting sometimes works is you get get kind of a flash of a desire right you get a flash of like Ooh, if I could have that, that'd be great. Like, or I want it like this. And so I actually just had this vision of me working in a office that was like more fast forward and techie and, um, innovative, but I didn't actually know what it was, but I just had this vision that I would, you know, be able to get a better job with more freedom and more work-life balance. And so it's funny because when I was still at the retail job, I started taking evening classes, um, in technology. So like, um, just learning like anything random cause I didn't really know what I was doing, but I took like a Photoshop course and just some like web courses and that kind of thing, just because I knew that if I wanted to move up in my life, I had to invest in myself and I had to become valuable to either a potential, um, employer or a potential client. Right. And so I invested in my knowledge. And so once I had that plus the retail background, 
um, somebody randomly reached out to me on LinkedIn from that company. And I ended up working at that company and it was actually a great experience. I learned so much. The people there were great. There was a lot of opportunities for growth. I, I moved up actually pretty quickly. And it was, it, I think it was all meant to be because a lot of the things that I learned there, like how to be a leader, how to speak up in meetings, how to start, you know, speaking to groups and presenting ideas and um, even online education. I, I essentially moved up where I launched the online education program. And a lot of it was getting outside of my comfort zone. And I was very grateful for that job because, you know, even though I knew it wasn't what I was going to do for the rest of my life, when I looked at it as gratitude, I was like, hey, I'm getting paid to learn and I'm getting paid to learn how to become you know, the type of person who I wanted to be. So at the time when I was starting Yes Supply officially, it was when I was at that nine to five job. Because when I was still in the retail job, I didn't have any uh, work-life balance. And I actually still was working through my own fears. I still was very insecure. Um, and I just didn't know how it would ever be possible for me. Like I barely, when I worked at the job, I barely even went on a computer other than to check people out. You know what I mean? So I didn't know how it was all going to come together for me. Um, and that, that really is why I always just repeat over and over again to my students and my clients, like focus on what you want, focus on what you want. Because when I was there, I didn't know how I was going to get out of it. But if I kept complaining and, you know, being upset about my situation, I would have just energize that. So I started to focus on what I wanted to create. And I just focused on just, you know, trusting and hoping and praying that there was something bigger for me, even though I didn't know how it was going to show up. And eventually it did. It kind of resonates with me a little bit as well, when you were talking about, you know, looking at a job with gratitude. For example, I I was in the corporate world for a long time. I, I started teaching Pilates. It was probably about five years ago. And I suddenly thought, I'm not making any money. I need to go and get a real job. Yeah. And so went into the nine to five world. And, you know, the the things that I learned from those jobs were really, really integral to what I do now. Yes. And I didn't realize it at the time because I was yeah. in that kind of fog, if you like, that fog, yeah. of, like misery. And it, it got to a point um, a couple of years ago um, and I was in a... I'd, I'd chased money basically. So yeah. I'd gone from a, go- a job that I really liked, but I wasn't getting paid very well for and was working all the time and, you know, out of hours, et cetera. And I, and I've chased the next job in a different place for more money. And I started actually physically having a response to this job. So I'd get anxiety attacks on the way to work. Yeah. And I, and, and I knew I just couldn't do it anymore. And that, that gave me that push to actually think, right, if any time I'm going to do this, it's going to be now, I'm going to try and do it on my own. And having that gratitude, not, not seeing it as a, I'm forced, but seeing as it, the opportunity to go and go after what you want. Absolutely. It just changes the game, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And I think it's a good reminder for everyone, you know, who's listening that there really is infinite possibilities, right? So, you know, even when you're going to a job that you don't like, or maybe you're going to a job that you do like, but you're not making enough money or vice versa, ask yourself, well, how would this look if it was how I did want it, right? So 
how we're programmed is essentially to complain and focus on what we don't want. I don't want this job. I don't make enough money complaining, complaining, complaining. Again, when you focus on what you don't want, you only create more of that. But our minds are so powerful. So when we start to just shift our focus and only really focus on what we do want and get clear on what we do want. So in my company, this is what we call your yes, right? It's like, what would you ask for if you knew your answer was going to be yes? What does your yes look like? Getting crystal clear on that. So maybe... If you did love Pilates, or for someone who's listening who's in that situation, you could say, well, you know what? I love Pilates, so how would this look if I was doing this but making more money, right? Because it's not like the whole thing was bad. It was just that one little thing. It's like, is there ways that you can integrate more income into Pilates? Yes. You can, if you were a private Pilates instructor for executives, you can charge a lot of money or doing workshops for corporations. You can charge a lot of money or doing videos on YouTube. You could eventually grow and get brand deals, right? You can get paid 10, 20 K for a brand deal, right? So it's always getting creative and getting really clear on what you want. And I think that's such a great story of how you kind of bounce and you're like, okay, I know what no money and loving my life or loving my job looks like. And then I know what money and hating my job looks like. And now you've found that happy medium, which is awesome. And I can totally relate to that because similar thing happened to me. And it's, it's kind of like, what would like, what would it look like if it was good? Cause maybe it's just a little tweak. And maybe the answer is right there in front of you. And when you just focus on what you want, you're able to finally open up and see it. So what, what inspired you to essentially coach coaches, you know, not, not to go down a, you know, you're a coach for business or a life coach. What was it about creating a whole empire of coaches that appealed to you? Yeah, there's so many reasons now. So the first thing that's coming through me is I really think that I'm meant to be a leader for leaders. I think there's so many leaders in there, in out there who know that they're meant to lead. They know that they're meant to write a book that can inspire thousands of people or speak on stages. And the beautiful thing about the work that I do is I really teach people the foundational tools of the mind. And you can take this and you can use it for anything. So for example, if you wanted to help people, if someone was a health coach and they wanted to help people with weight loss, understanding how the mind works is going to directly help people lose weight or hit a certain inc- uh, hit a certain fitness goal. Because essentially what people don't realize is that your subconscious mind is always working for you, right? When you go to sleep, you don't have to remind your body like, okay, make sure you breathe until the morning and make sure my blood flows. Okay. Got it. Good. It does it for you. Right. And it's holding on to a blueprint of what you are in your self image. Right. So most people actually have a self image of themselves that they don't want. So most people are like, oh, I'm so fat, right? How many people say, oh my God, I'm so fat. I don't fit into these jeans. They actually hold a picture of themselves that's bigger than what they want to be or not what they want to be. And I'm not saying this is all about weight loss or anything like that. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just giving you examples. Yeah. So if you, but if you understand how the mind works, you can show your clients how to have a more positive self image and a self image of how they want to look. And the mind will actually go to work to bring that for you. So there's studies that show that, if people do a certain exercise physically, of course, their muscle tone changes, right? Now, and they've done studies with a group of people who do a certain exercise, their muscle tone changes. But then they have a separate group of people who just visualize doing the exercise and their muscles tone still changes about 75% as much as the people who are physically doing the exercise. How? Because of the power of the mind. And so I can go, I can teach this as a foundation and a health coach can go and use this with people with health or fitness with love, right? If somebody isn't attracting relationships in their life, again, most of the time your outside world reflects the inner world. So it's not necessarily that 
the person, you know, isn't lovable or like a lot of people think that they're not lovable or I can't have a relationship or whatever. Right. Again, if you work on the mind and you show people how to have self-love and you show people how they are lovable and how they can, you know, connect to other people and feel confident having conversations and going out on dates and being themselves and not thinking that they have to be something that they're not. Again, that's going to lead to more flourishing relationships or money or mindset. Same thing. We're also programmed from when we're children, the majority of people with parents who are like, oh, we can't afford that. What do you think? Money grows on trees. We're broke, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of people, way too many people are growing up with the affirmations like I'm broke. The world is scarce. There's not enough. Da, da, da. That's in your programming and whatever's happening in your inside world, you are going to see on the outside world. So if you believe deep down that there's not enough, then you're not actually going to see the opportunities right in front of you. You're not going to see your value. So somebody who's in the mindset of there's not enough, they won't actually see a business opportunity or a client right in front of them. They might start a business and when somebody wants to pay them, they say, no, 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 don't worry. I'll give it to you for free, right? Scarcity consciousness. And so why I'm so inspired by what I do is because I know that what I'm doing and I see it. I like, for example, one of my clients helps people who had narcissistic parents, right? So um, she went through a point in her life where her parents were, I guess, not giving her as much love as a child needs. And so what she does now is she actually goes and helps people who are in that situation where they're codependent, yet in a toxic relationship and helps them understand what's happening, right? Um, Some of my clients are manifestation coaches. Some of my clients are relationship coaches, right? So they're taking these tools and they're catering it. So this is really what I feel like my purpose is. Somebody who has a background of just, I don't know, something completely different from me. They might not resonate with me, but if I can inspire that person to go out and share their message, then they can help those people that I would never reach. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the purpose behind what I'm doing. The reason why what I'm doing, how I found it was actually kind of stumbled upon it because at first, so like I told you before, I, I started this just out of a passion to help people. So I started a blog. I started to share my message and my community started to grow online. And then I had a website and I had a membership site. And so people wanted to know, how did you grow your social media following? How did you grow this online community? How did you find your passion and turn it into a business? And so after I'd been coaching for like a year, I had done, you know, retreats in Bali. I just had been able to travel and, and like do all this incredible things. One day I kind of just sat down and I was like, let me recap. Like, let me just like kind of look back and see what I've done. And so for a long time, I was focusing on just entrepreneurs in general, female entrepreneurs in general. Like those are the people who are coming to me. So one day I wrote down all of my clients. And when I looked, I was like, oh my gosh, like literally nine out of 10 of them were coaches. So I recognized that even though my messaging was broad, like I was like, I'll help you, you know, grow your presence. If you want to grow your presence, like how I did and that kind of thing. What I found was, I guess, because I'm already just so in love with mindset and manifestation and it really like right now, it's almost like, it's like what I was doing as a hobby is now my business, which I think is like a win-win for everyone. Right. So what would naturally come through me when I was sharing content was mindset. And so who was really attracted to me were people who wanted to become mindset coaches and success coaches or or even like social media and and business coaches, right? People who had grown their own, but wanted to start coaching and helping other people and didn't know how. And so when I recognized, okay, well, these are the people who I'm already attracting and who I love working with, why not just address them, right? Why not just speak 
directly to them. And then the third big reason was a lot of the people who came to me, I also think a big part of my purpose is to help people who have gifts actually share them with the world. So there's way too many people right now who are healers, they're spiritual, they want to help people, they want to make a difference, they're the the person that everyone in their life comes to for help and advice. And most of those people don't know how that's actually so valuable and how they could actually create a very abundant life from doing that. So then they're working like kind of what you're saying, they're working in a job that they don't like feeling anxious about working in this job that they don't like because they're not fulfilling their purpose, but not knowing how. So I really feel like part of my purpose is to help these people with gifts. Um, Like so many of my past clients were actually getting certified in other places and then not actually knowing how to market themselves. So still working in a job that they hated and being like, I have all these skills. I want to help people. I don't know where to start. So when I built my certification, I built it so that yes, there's a certification and there's top level content in there. And also there's a business aspect. So they actually learn how to market themselves, how to get themselves out there, how to make money, how to create a high ticket program. So when you sign up for the SFI method, you have everything that you need to be a successful coach. So with the um, with the yes supply method, um, and it including you know all the things that I mentioned in your um, introduction, you know mind mechanics, NLP, EFT, hypnotherapy, life and success coaching, energy work, and deep mindset work, are they like the I don't know if you'd call them modules or modalities? Yeah. 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 These are all the different modalities that you learn. So they're different tools that allow you to work with the subconscious mind. So um, essentially in the yes supply method, you're helping your clients get to their goal or outcome. And that's why I'm able to service people who want to become any kind of coach. And you can really become a coach for anything. Like if you wanted to help people start their own podcast, you could become a podcasting coach, right? But I'm sure you still know that if somebody wanted to start a podcast, they need to have their mindset in the right place, right? That's more than just buying the Yeti mic or you're probably using a different mic, but it's more than just buying the mic and getting the yourself like out there online. It's, it's actually communicating and having that good energy and believing that you can do it and, and committing to it. Right. And so the different modalities essentially allow people to clear out the negative beliefs, clear out the negative emotions, um, clear out their old habits or behaviors that are no longer working for them and keeping them small or keeping them the same looping of patterns that aren't serving them. And then we show you how to motivate your clients, right? How to help them create a strategy, how to help them actually create an actionable goal and how to break down, you know, overwhelm and actually chunk it down into simple steps. You can achieve any goal. So it's essentially the outcome that you're creating for your clients is their yes, right? So whether it's, they want a good relationship or, or a health goal or a business goal or whatever it is, that's their outcome. And then the different modalities that I teach, they work with the subconscious mind to help you get there faster. And I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated with the subconscious mind because um, when, I, when I did have anxiety, I went to hypnotherapy. And oh, cool. my hypnotherapist spoke to me about um, the way the brain worked. And I read a little bit of the chimp paradox. You I haven't it? heard it. I think you'd love it. It's a book um, by, I think it's Professor Stevens or something like that. Um, I'll send you a link, but it's, it's all about how the mind works. um, And it talks about um, the different parts of your brain. So you've got the chimp, which is the kind of emotional fast reacting and you've got the supercomputer and, and I just find it absolutely fascinating. And, 
actually quite a lot of what I learned through that didn't just help me with my anxiety, but it also helped me with my work in general. When I was in an office, it helped me to become a lot more confident and start to value my own self-worth. So I find it absolutely amazing just what these tools can do. That's such a good hypnotherapist that actually like taught you about what she was doing, right? She didn't get, get right into it, but she actually taught you how the mind works. And that's why I'm so passionate about this because the majority, like everybody is moving through their life and not knowing how their mind works. And it's the most powerful tool. It's like walking through life, having this hand and be like, oh, I really wish I could write in my journal, but I just, I don't know how to use this thing. Your hand's just kind of like flopping around. Like that's how the majority of people are working with their minds. They're saying like, I really wish my life was better, but I'm not like, and I hear it all the time. I'm not smart enough. I could never do that. You can do anything. You can do anything. Your, your mind is always wanting to grow. It's always wanting to learn. It's always wanting to form new connections. So anything that you want, you can learn to do it. Like I learned how to, to speak easily. I can, I could literally stand up and talk in front of 500 people right now. And I wouldn't think twice about it, or I could click the live button and do a live stream right now. And I wouldn't think twice about it. But a few years ago, if you asked me, I couldn't actually, when I first started, I could only do a live stream for two minutes and I would run out of things to talk about. Sometimes I would delete them after because they were so bad. Like, but I I had to just get started and trust that I was going to get better. And it was actually learning about my mind. Even when I first started before I knew all of this, you know, NLP stuff, just understanding how powerful the mind is. And I trusted that in that growth mindset, in the fact that I could get better. And I just kept trying and trying and trying until I figured it out. And most people, they're in a fixed mindset saying, well, I never did that. So I can't do that. And then they just stay in the same loop and it it really just breaks my heart. So that's why I want to share this as much as I can through my own platform. But then also I feel really good because I'm helping other people go out and share it in their own way and then create abundance on their own as well. Yeah. It's like a double win, isn't it? It is. It really is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I completely, like everything you say resonates with me so much. And, and we were talking about, um, before we started recording about kind of manifestation and things like that. And I was explaining that Sam, who, um, is a lot more into manifesting than I personally am, um, it's not that I don't believe in it or anything like that. I'm just not as maybe understanding of it as I am with things like hypnotherapy, because maybe I'm slightly more, maybe I need more science or do you know what I mean? And I think there's quite a lot of um, accounts out there that are kind of manifestation accounts. And you see on Instagram, for example, somebody who is manifesting all these incredible things and your brain automatically goes, like, this can't be possible. Um, This is, you know, this, I I don't understand. There must be something behind it. Um, And I find it really interesting how you link that manifestation um, with the actual uh, subconscious side of it which yeah. actually makes sense as well, because if your brain is being programmed to think in a more positive light or work in a, in a more positive way, better things would naturally come to you, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. So I love that you said that so much because I, I was the same, like, here's the thing. So I watched The Secret when I was in my teens and I tried it and it worked. 
but I didn't know how it worked, but I saw it work in so many magical and incredible ways. I was like, okay, this must work, but I didn't know how it was working. And I kind of like forgot about it a little bit. And then when I came back into it, I just, even though I could see it working, I'm the same as you where I was like, okay, but how, but how, but how? And so that's why I'm so proud of the work that we do because we really blend science and spirituality and also my self-talk and my self-belief was so low. I really feel like I was that person who I was like, like, I need proof. Like, there's no way that I can do this unless I get physical, real, tangible proof. Not just that I've seen it happen in my life, but like, I need to know the science behind it. So um, if you want this, so you're absolutely right. So in terms of the mind and your belief system, of course, if you're focusing on what you want and you're putting all of your mind power into it and you're thinking strategically and you're looking for opportunities and you're open to it, yes, it's going to work, right? So that makes total sense in the tangible knock on wood part of it, right? Now, if you want to know the scientific part of it, one thing that I would get you and your audience to look up after the call is um, the double slit experiment, Okay. So the double slit experiment is really, really powerful. And I probably won't explain it perfectly, but if you look it up online, um, you'll be able to understand a lot better. So you know that at the very, like if you break down what we are, right, we're more than matter. We're light. We are light beings, right? So essentially what they did was they broke down matter into little tiny photons, right? So every single thing that you see this table, me, whatever. If you break it all down, we're little photons of light, right? And what they would do is they would shoot these little tiny particles through a slit. And then they, and this is a scientific study. And then the scientists would see the particle go through and then hit the back wall. So then what they did was they opened up a second slit to allow for more possibilities. And we both have to agree that in the world, there's lots of different possibilities. And what they did was they shot the particle through. And what they found was the particle would sometimes just hit the back wall, or sometimes it would create a wave function. And they were wondering, well, why does sometimes the part, like it's the same particle, we're doing the exact same thing. Why does sometimes it go through and hit the back wall? And sometimes it become a wave if we're doing the exact same thing. The only difference in the study between if it just hit the back wall or if it turned into a wave was that there was an observer. So when they had a scientist observing the study, the outcome of the study would be different. And the only solution that they could find or the only reason that they could find why this is happening is because there was consciousness observing it. So in that study, they showed that consciousness, us observing something actually changes how reality moves because at the very little tiny bits of it, it's all particles, right? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely did not explain it perfectly, but that that is how it works. And so... What it, and they also did a lot of other studies. So you know those like random number generators, like the balls with the random number generators? Yeah. So what they did was other studies where they would have the scientists expect a certain outcome. So they'd have the scientists expect a, a even number or an odd number. And what they would find over the course of time is that the scientists expected a certain outcome. That's actually how the outcome of the study would go. The thing is, everyone depends on science. But science can only prove to us to the extent of the tools that they have to measure. So if we don't have the tools yet to measure, then who can explain it? 
But to the extent that they do have the tools to measure, they've recognized that there's some things that happen in our reality that can't be explained by science. And the reason why it can't be explained by science is not the fault of how the universe works. It's just that scientists haven't discovered it yet. They cannot find the end of the universe and they can't find the smallest particle ever. So as they keep looking deeper and deeper, getting smaller and smaller and smaller, trying to find the smallest atom or, or particle or photon or whatever it is, as they get smaller and they think they found it, they build a new instrument to measure it and they can't get smaller. And as they try to go deeper and deeper and deeper into the universe to find out how far the universe expands, they keep building new um, telescopes and, and new tools to measure. They can't go that far. So just because we don't, just because it's not in our textbooks doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means that you didn't learn it while you were a child, right? Just like when I was a child, I didn't learn Mandarin. Does that mean that Mandarin doesn't exist? Yeah, it's it's a really good point. Yeah, no, this, it's so funny because I watched it a long time ago and then I rewatched it a few weeks ago and it's really good. It's really good. And a lot of people say like, oh, this is what the secret didn't tell you. And yeah, well, it's a movie. Like that's why there's sequels, right? Like that's why you have to keep learning. But actually it's a really good foundation. It's like, if you're not interested in learning all the scientists, all the science behind it and you follow it, you will see really amazing stuff happen. Now, if you want it to be consistent and to know exactly what you're doing and to know how to do it um, with more precision, then you definitely, you know, keep looking for different articles or videos. I talk a lot about it and I teach it um, because it's nice when you can really understand it. And one of the things that helps me really use it and teach it in a way that is practical is understanding the universal laws, right? So even if you don't understand how gravity works, you know that if you pick something up and you let it go, it's going to drop, right? So there's other universal laws. So there's the law of cause and effect, right? For everything that, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? So there's many laws of the universe that if you work with them, you can actually work with them to create the outcomes that you want oh I, I just could sit here all day and <laughs> <laughs> so how how long has it been since yes suppliers has had uh, the coaching kind of um element of it and the certification has existed how how long has that been and and how do you see it kind of going from today onwards yeah thank you that's a great question so we launched the certification. I first started talking about the certification probably April-ish 2018. So that was when I was like, okay, I think, and, and by the way, it's so funny because I was scared when I launched this certification, right? Like, it's not like, oh, you start your business and then everything is happy and everything is perfect. Like, Every new level you get to, there's always going to be fear. But the beautiful thing is now I'm so used to taking leaps and I'm so used to trusting that little intuitive voice inside of me that I just knew that I couldn't let the fear stop me because fear, and I'm sure you learned this from your wonderful hypnotherapist, fear is just your body's physical response because it's trying to keep you in survival mode right? Because of the old brain, right? The old brain is, is essentially created to keep us in survival mode because if you leave the tribe and you do what not everyone else is doing, you might get attacked by a bear. Luckily, we live in a place where we're 
chances are we're not going to get attacked by a bear if we do something different, if we start a business, if we launch a new program, right? So I had a lot of fear. And what I did was I actually just started to call people who had kind of mentioned, like when I had done my own certification, they kind of mentioned like, oh, I'd be interested maybe in NLP learning one day, that kind of thing. And so I called them and I said, hey, I'm thinking about launching this thing. Um, would this be something you're interested in? And I just was doing a little bit of market research and people started signing up. So I actually started pre-selling it months before the content was actually created. We actually created quite a bit of income actually before the content was completed. And it was really, really good. And I actually encouraged people who are starting a new business or launching a new program, if you already have a community, to pre-sell. This is one of the things that I also teach in the business aspect of the Supply Method, to pre-sell so that you can be 100% sure that your product is marketable. And then when you're creating income from it, you can focus in on, on making it amazing, right? Because you're not trying to do 500 different jobs to, to pay for it. You can just... Um, make money from the people who are excited to learn from you and then and focus in on it and make it the best program ever. And I'm really, I, I already think it's an incredible program. We only have people saying amazing things about how much their life has changed and making their income and feeling like they know exactly what to do. But like, we're just getting started. Like this is going to be just getting better and better and better. So yeah, so I started talking about it in April and then we had our first live training in November. We completely sold out. We have quite a few people doing the studies online. Our next one is coming up in February this month. That one completely sold out. We actually oversold it. And the next in-person one is happening in May. But for people who are online who want to take it, there's actually an online version as well. And we provide so much support to the online people too. So there's weekly calls, there's Q&As, there's um, reviews of like your sales pages and all that stuff for the business side of it. There's reviews of the techniques. If you need more help with actually the coaching aspect and knowing what to do with your clients. So even if you're taking it online, it feels almost like the in-person experience because you get so much support from me and my team. I think that's so important because um, my uh, this is slightly different, but when I was doing my Pilates qualification, um, there was most of it was online and most of the learning was online. And then um, the kind of the day where we were working with Michael King was in person. And what I learned through those three days in London completely blew out of the water everything I'd learned online. Because even though the online content was very knowledgeable, it didn't have that personal touch. You couldn't call somebody or message somebody yeah. if you were struggling. Yes. Having that is so important. Yeah. Just having the ability to ask questions, you know, one of the things that we teach to, or one of, this is actually kind of a bonus that I teach them, um, is actually how to train, right? So most people don't know how to train. I don't go like, we don't talk about like public speaking or anything, but most teachers don't understand that their students are actually different types of learners. So there's a few different types of learners, like why learners. They need to know, why do I need to know this? And if you, they don't know why they need to know this, they won't even be able to listen to the, to the rest, right? There's how learners. I'm very much a how learner. So I just need to get in and do the thing and then I'll know, right? And there's different types of learners. And so when I'm showing them how to create content in their coaching programs, I actually walk them through, like, you need to cover all these different types of like, if it's a why learner, if it's a what learner, if it's a how learner, and how to actually touch base with all different types of people. And this is especially essential in online training, because if you're taking online training and your teacher is a how learner, and they're just telling you how to, how to, how to, how to, how to do it, 
but you're a why learner and you don't know why you need it or how you can implement it, it's going to kind of go in one ear and up the other, right? So we aim to do that. And then also we have the the times where you can actually come in and, and ask questions so that it fills in the blanks of any of those questions that you may have. So what would you say to um, somebody out there who is suffering from comparison? So I, I often mm-hmm. see, um, and I'm probably one of them to be fair, um, I'm in groups with um, people who are, you know, doing coaching or just to have, have their own business and there's always the, I've just done 30K in six days, or I've done a launch, which is 100K launch, that kind of thing. And how, what would you say to somebody who might be in that position where they're looking at what everyone else is doing and feeling like they're not, they're not there? Yeah, it's so funny. We literally just talked about that in my uh, group coaching call right before this. So the thing is, so NLP is actually the study of modeling. And what it proves is if you can see someone doing it, you can do it too. So the very fact that you're in their energetic space, the very fact that you're exposed to this, because here's the thing, when I was working in retail, I wasn't exposed to this. I didn't know that you could make 30K in six days. I didn't know that that was possible, right? So the fact that you're exposed to it means that you've up-leveled your knowledge and your energy enough to be exposed to it, which means that if you're in that energy field and you can observe it, then you can create it right? So first off, give yourself a pat on the back that you've elevated to that level. Next, understand that if that other person can do it, you can do it too. So there's no need to look at that other person with negativity or jealousy or any of those things. That's actually going to separate you further away from it and that and the things that you want, actually look at them and say, oh my gosh, congratulations to her. She did this. Like she figured it out. She made it happen. And the beautiful thing is I can observe her doing it, which means that I can easily do it as well. I'm willing to bet that, you know, you have two eyes, you have two ears, you have two hands, you have a computer, you have an internet connection. You can do it too. And it doesn't matter what resources you currently have. The universe has an unlimited supply of resources. There's an unlimited supply of money. And so if you're willing to think strategically and and figure things out and trust that everything is figure outable, as Marie Forleo says, then you can figure it out too. And I'm willing to bet that that person didn't do it by just sitting on their bum watching Netflix. And the very fact that they're posting in a Facebook group proves that they're not just, maybe they're sitting on their bum watching Netflix while posting in Facebook groups. That's totally possible. I've done that, but they're not just doing that. So you can see, okay, this person is taking action. This person's celebrating the results. This person is adding value and adding inspiration to other people's lives. They inspired you to understand that there's more money out there to be made or more abundance and affluence out there to be made. So the very fact that you're seeing it means that you can have it. And there's no separation between you and them other than the fact that they got inspired to do it and took that inspired action to do it. And it doesn't mean that it has to be like hustling and and like graveling at work. Of course, you have to put in effort and you have to work, but it doesn't mean it. A lot of the time when you're in alignment it actually doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun. The second thing I would say is instead of focusing your energy on that other person and wishing that you could have what they have, actually focus your energy on where you should be focusing the energy, which is on the people that you need to serve. So I'm guessing that that person is helping helping people learn how to make money, right? Um, potentially if they're talking about making money, right? Or 
whatever it is. So you want to ask yourself, well, instead of focusing on them, that person is great because they have, you know, created something incredible in their life. Now, what is the incredible thing that I want to create in my life and who are the people that I want to serve and I want to help? Because like I told you before, the the universal laws, there's a law of compensation. It's derived from the law of sowing and reaping, which means that when you plant a seed, you can reap it. A father, a father, a farmer wouldn't expect to have a full crop if he planted, if he didn't plant any seeds in the ground, right? So you need to understand that if you want to reap, you have to sow. And the law of compensation shows you that you need to plant those seeds before you, you reap it, right? And so ask yourself, who are the people that I want to serve? Who are the people that I want to help? Are there still people that have this problem? And if there is, then that means you have every opportunity to go out and serve them and receive the same amount of abundance or more. Does that make sense? So yeah. for example, if you want to be a coach and you want to inspire people to have a positive mindset. Don't look at the coaches and say like, oh, she took all the people. No, that's impossible. Look at how many people still need help to have a positive mindset. There's way too many people that still need to be exposed to this information, whether it's manifesting, whether it's, and like, I truly believe that it's the content that I share, understanding how the subconscious mind works, understanding how you're, how you can reprogram your mind, right? Understanding how to focus on what you want and set specific goals so you can reach them instead of complaining about what you don't want. Until there is no more people that need that, then coaches still have work to do. And there's a lot more opportunity for new coaches. And that girl who's successful is not taking any success away from you. The only thing that's taking success away from anyone is when they focus on what they don't want instead of what they do want and stop themselves from taking action to implement it. I absolutely love your passion. <laughs> You're really excited. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's absolutely amazing. Um, as I said, I could probably just ask you so much, but I want everyone to go and check out your Yes Supply Method. So I won't ask you any more kind of uh, business related or, or that kind of development uh, topics just yet. Um, so I've got one more question for you and then I'm going to, I've created a little game for you and this is, this hasn't appeared on the podcast before. It's specifically for you. So um, okay. it's a, a Reese. That's so a Reese. cool. <laughs> Like a question or game. Yeah. So um, the question is something that Sam and I ask, um, our, well, we ask quite a, a few people and we asked each other on our first podcast, but we, we normally say, you know, what's your dream day look like? But I'd really love to know what your actual day looks like, a day in the life yeah. of Reese. Ah, oh, that's such a good question because it's so funny because when I started this whole thing, I wrote out what my dream day looks like. And now that's my dream day every day, which is really cool. Um, and so it actually changes up a little bit every day. Um, sometimes like a couple of weeks ago, I was at a conference, right? So um, it was four days. I went for about six days. So I only worked like, it was, it was actually great because it was like a five figure week and I only worked like 30 hours or 30 minutes a day, like just checking in with my team and making sure there was no like fires to put out. And again, like going back to the comparison thing, I, I planted a lot of seeds, right? And, and this is why, this is why I show people how to actually build the, the business aspect of what they do and understanding that when you plant these seeds and you do them in the right way and you get the right guidance, which I provide, then you can have those kinds of results, but it's not like, Oh, I want 30 K right now to fall out of thin air. Like maybe it could happen once or twice, but if you want it to be 
consistent, then you have to follow that inspired action. Um, So my ideal day changes up, but it starts off with the most intense morning ritual that you could ever imagine. I actually rewrite out what I do in my morning rituals every single day. And I think it's like kind of like a discipline. And then it also just reminds me to do everything. So I gratitude. So I am grateful for all the things that I currently have. So my husband, my mom, my grandma, my team, my beautiful clients, my my business, like all the things that I currently have. And then I also feel gratitude for the things that are manifesting and I already have in the metaphysical, but they haven't showed up in the physical reality. So right now I'm also grateful for my thousand incredible students in the supply method, right? So being grateful for what you know is already on its way to you is a very, 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 very powerful manifestation process because gratitude is such a such on a high frequency. So, you know, we're all vibrational beings. And when people say like attracts like, and you attract back to you what you are, what they're really talking about is what vibration are you at? And there's a scale of consciousness that shows you all of the different emotions. And you know, based on what emotion you're feeling, what you're vibrating at. So if you're feeling like love, joy, gratitude, happiness, enlightenment, you know, you're going to attract great things into your life. So anyway, I gratitude. I visualize. So I actually, the other day I woke up and I thought I was in the wrong bed because I woke up here and I wasn't in the house that I'm visualizing. <laughs> I just started visualizing. I like finally, we, I got married in July and I'm like, not right now, but I think in the next maybe year and a half, I have this vision of this house that I want or that I'm materializing. And yeah, I woke up the other day and I was like, where am I? Because <laughs> I wasn't in the- Anyway, so I visualize very powerfully, as you can tell. I do gratitude. I uh, say my affirmations out loud. So I I talk to myself. Uh, I don't know why I'm forgetting everything that I say. I write out my goals. I have my day planned actually the night before. So in my journal the night before, I actually plan out my whole day. I have this really great journal called the five second journal. It's from Mel Robbins and it lets you actually plan out your day from like 8am all the way to the evening. So I plan out everything that I'm going to do. And that way I'm not over, um, scheduling myself. Cause I used to over schedule myself and then be like, Oh my God, I didn't, I, I didn't get everything done. And it's like, well, you can't schedule something that's supposed to take two hours in 10 minutes. Like it doesn't work like that. So yeah, so I wake up, I do my morning rituals. I'll usually start off with a matcha tea or an apple cider vinegar. Then once I've done my morning rituals, I'll either jump right into creative work while I just like am me and I'm in flow. By the way, too, one of the things that I said in one of my classes that my client said she really liked that I said is I don't get out of bed unless I feel good. So I make sure that I feel good before I start my day because again, when you're thinking about vibration, if I'm doing things from a place that I feel good, then every outcome that I create from that is going to be good. Does that make sense? So I start my day, I either get right into creative things, then I check in with my team, um, see if everything was good, see if they need my help or support on anything. I usually, I don't do my own emails anymore, but I just give them a quick scan just to make sure that there's like nothing like a fire or anything like that. Um, So I do that and then I spend most of my day doing creative stuff. So right now, because, you know, we're doing so many new initiatives for the Yes Supply Method, I'm planning out different sessions. So we're going to be launching um, money mindset sessions within the group, the Yes Supply Method students. Right now, we just launched um, Yes Dream Clients again. So we're just running through the Yes Dream Clients program again to help them set up their 
programs and know how to create, you know, $2,000, $3,000, dollars clients and, and programs. Um, and yeah, it really is just like a lot of creative stuff, planning for the next upcoming event, um, that kind of thing. Oh yeah. And in my morning ritual too, I always read. So right now I'm, I'm rereading thinking and grow rich. And then at the end of the day, my husband comes home, he works from an office and like he has his own office. So he comes home, we like hang out, um, just chat, like nothing, nothing like too interesting. And then I usually travel like once every like one or two months. So either be going to a conference or a training, what we're going to do after my big training that I'm having, that I'm having next week is we're probably going to go on a vacation, like somewhere just like hot and like relax. Um, so yeah, it kind of switches up, but it's a lot of the same things of just creating content, planning content, learning. So I'm always taking like a course or learning something new. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Just all loads of things that you love. Yeah, all the things that I love. It really never feels like work. It honestly never feels like work. It just feels like play in a way. Because years ago, this is what I dreamed of. I was like, I just wish I could be creative and like make things look pretty and inspire people and help people. And now it's here. Like I get messages every day from something that I put out that's helped them, whether it's a video or the certification or the membership or something. So it feels really good because I'm doing what feels good for me. And I know it's making a positive impact on so many people. Mm. And how are you? I got married in June last year. So kind of similar to you. How are you finding married life? To be I love it. I love married life. I love my husband. We're so happy. However, we were also living together before. So it's not like it's like a huge change. Um, but it's funny. People, people would ask me before and I was like, oh, it's going to be the same. There's no difference. So I definitely like feel married now. Like, I don't know why. It's just like a deeper level on some energetic level which is funny because we still just live together, but I guess it's nice just having a ring and knowing you're married and yeah, it feels good. <laughs> That's always good. Always good. People don't realize, but they have so much control over like how their relationships go, right? Like if you want your relationship to be more loving, be more loving. Everything mm-hmm. in your universe is going to be a reflection of you, right? So kind of yeah. be the person that you want to be and you'll see if you want your partner to be more supportive, be more supportive. Like you'll you will see it come back to you. Sometimes it takes like a little bit of trying, but you can have your relationships exactly like how you want them. Just like you can have your business exactly like how you want it. Yeah, definitely. It's about kind of taking that that positivity and putting it into the aspects of your life mm-hmm. and, and not neglecting anything for, you know, another important part of your life, whether it be health, yeah. wealth, business or or relationships. For sure. Like, I think especially health too, because a lot of people, um, and I've been guilty of this, a lot of people will sacrifice their health for their business. But here's the thing, if your body's not working, your business, you, you can't you can't do anything anyway. So I always make sure I get eight hours of sleep. I always eat healthy. I actually now eat, like not that I'm a perfect eater, but I never crave sugar anymore just because I've gone off of it so long. I just like don't crave it anymore. And then in my morning rituals, like I actually, oh yeah, that's, that's the thing that I was forgetting. So I actually read something. So I have like a manifesto. I can just tell me one-on-one clients was a manifesto because when you wake up in the morning, you kind of forget who you are. Um, and so when you read a manifesto first thing in the morning, it reminds you how you want to show up and who you want to be. And in it, I say, I drink enough water. I drink three liters of water. So now I always drink enough water. <laughs> that's a good trick. It's a great trick. Yeah. Okay. So I have created a game for you. 
And it's called No Yes, No No. Okay. And you, I thought it would be fun seeing as you are, you know, the owner of the Yes Supply. Yes is everywhere in your life. But I'm going to challenge you not to say yes or no to the questions I'm going to ask. Okay, let's give it a shot. Okay, so what is your name? Reese. Are you sure it isn't Rachel? Pretty sure. You sure? 100%. Do you want me to stop now? Probably not. So are you ready? I can't. Are you sure you're ready? I didn't say I was ready. Oh, well, right. We'll we'll start now. Um, you thought we'd already started, hadn't you? When do you want to start? <laughs> Gosh, you're, you're doing well at this. Okay, right. I need to be faster. Do you like dogs? Maybe. Don't you think cats are better? I don't know. What's your favorite thing to do? Meditate. Do you not like napping? Love napping. Have you ever been arrested? No. Nope. Oh. Nope. <laughs> I'll let you off that. You've mm-hmm. done really well. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you that. Thank I, you. I thought I was I was gonna really get you. I thought you were gonna say yes. We have finished, I promise. Only to your only to your goals. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. So where can people find you? Uh, so you can find me at yesupply.co. I post on Instagram pretty much every day, so you can follow along with me there. And um, there's lots of great free resources. So if you're wanting to learn more about the subconscious mind, you go to yesupply.co slash elevate. Or if you want to become a coach, we have a free training at yesupply.co slash coach masterclass, which is great as well. So yeah, definitely go and check Reese out. And um, we're going to give you some links in our show notes and we will see you again next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you love being part of the tribe, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and leave a comment or leave a five-star review And we will be back to you next week for more Tribe Talk.